Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutera, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi everyone, this is Dr. V, Chief Health Coach with Modern Holistic Health. I'm so glad that you have joined us for our inner circle discussion tonight. So welcome to today's talk on bioenergetics. So let's just jump right in here. What is bioenergetics? What does that even mean? Well, conventionally, it's the study of how the body chemically produces energy. So like the mitochondria of the cell, for example, the mitochondria is one of the organelles. It's one of the little organ systems inside of our cell. And it's called the powerhouse or the battery of the cell. Um, and so conventionally, bioenergetics was the study of how the body was chemically producing energy but functionally, it has become known as the study of how the body produces and directs energy beyond chemistry and how to assess and correct this energetic system. And, you know, what's really cool about this is that we, we understand, we have a really deep understanding in medicine of the chemistry of the body. What we have never fully understood up until more recently is um, is the energy uh, or waveforms, the energy of the body and how that interacts with and converts into uh, biological processes like biochemical processes. Um, but now we have a deeper understanding of that. And one of the things that we've learned with this deeper understanding um, and the advances of, of, of science that we've had is that at the deepest root core of who we are, at the deepest root of what is directing all of our cells, tissues, and organs to function, of you know, at the very root of what is even telling our DNA what to do so that our DNA can then tell our cells, tissues, and organs what to do, is our bioenergetic body field. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So let's talk for um, a couple of minutes on the three principles of bioenergetics. Life, number one, life is an energy exchange. Now, energy, simply put, is information. That's all it is. It's information in the form of, you know, waveforms for example, right? Um, the principle number two is the body is a battery. And principle number three is that fields govern energy. Now, this slide is kind of neat because this is showing how um, bacteria can live on energy alone. So they're not having to like eat something, like physically eat something, uh, in order to convert, you know, or draw out the energy from whatever it is that they're eating, 
they're actually able to live directly off of energy, off electrons. Now let's talk a little bit about the human bioenergetic body field. What is it? How is it affecting our body and our mind? So um, this is actually what the human bioenergetic body field looks like. If you can see it, if you could see it, this is actually scientifically what it looks like. It's fascinating. Um, the, the human bioenergetic body field relays information in the form of energy, like I said, to all of your uh, genes, your cells, tissues, and organs to instruct and direct all of your body's biology. In every medical tradition before ours, healing was accomplished by moving energy. Um, and this was a statement by a Nobel Prize winner and biochemist, um, Albert George Ion probably not pronouncing his name correctly. So the reason I have this here um, and the picture below it, uh, which is from which is a quote from Albert Einstein, another one of our genius wonders um, you know of, of human existence. Um, he said the future of medicine will be in medicine of frequencies. So the most brilliant minds in the world, have known about the human bioenergetic field and, and how it is truly the master control system of the body, even before our modern science was able to really explain it. So I want to talk to you about some of our more current brilliant minds around the planet who are already um, also talking about the future of medicine and how bioenergetics the medicine of energy is the future of medicine. You may have heard of Bruce Lipton. He's um, a cellular biologist. He says, rather than cutting out the cancer, what if you applied an energy that through interference patterns would change the energy of those cancer cells and bring them back to a normal energy? This would be medicine through information or energy medicine. And then Dr. Christine Northrup, medical doctor, you may have heard of her. She's also a famous author. Um, she says, in the medicine of the future, working with the patient's energy field will be the first intervention. Surgery will be the last resort and drugs will also be a last resort. Shifting the energy patterns that caused the disease will be the first line of treatment. And before that, teaching people, teaching their patients how to keep their energies in healthy patterns will be as much of a part of physical hygiene as flossing or exercise. And this is what we're teaching when our clients go through our programs. We're already teaching this. So, you know, there is some really cool technology out there and there are some really great tools and modalities out there where doctors or therapists can work on their patients to help shift their energy patterns. But where the real healing and the real miracles and the real power lies is in teaching you how to use these tools and modalities so that you can use these on your own, right? Like, it's nice to have somebody else drive you around, but what if they gave you the key so that you could drive yourself, right? And that's what we do. That's, this is the model that I've created at Modern Holistic Health. You see, the doctor-patient model has a time and a place. 
But when it comes to healthcare, when it comes to teaching you how to regain your health and how to maintain your health and your vitality, you deserve to know all the secret sauce. You deserve to know this stuff, right? And so in our programs, we, I broke away from the traditional doctor-patient model at the end of um, 2017. And in 2018, really started going full on into partnering with clients. I, I didn't want to have patients anymore. I didn't want that doctor-patient model because that model, I believe, doesn't work. And if we're going to make a bigger impact, if, if, if we're going to make a bigger impact on seeing humanity um, as a whole on this planet heal, we need to give you the keys right? We don't need to hold this for ourselves as the experts. We need to give this to you. And it's not rocket science. And, and we teach you how um, to learn how to not only clean up your physical body and how to manage your biochemistry and your neurochemistry. We not only teach you about your genetics and how your environment, including your own thoughts and your emotions, affect your genes and what you can do to upregulate them and get them working again. But we also teach you about your um, energetic side of you, right? We teach you about that um, because that is the core of who you are. That's the essence of who you are, is energy, it's spirit. So let's move on. Um, bioenergetic quantum science is being applied to influence our DNA. So more recently, the Newtonian model of science has finally caught up to the more advanced quantum models of science to understand how frequency, how energy, um, how this, you know, how this frequency and energy carries information that directly impacts how our body biology works or doesn't work for us. And this is just a really cool slide because this is all recent. Um, in the last like decade, right? Um, MIT uh, published a study of how they're able to turn uh, gene expression on and off just with light. Now light is energy. It's another form of information, right? So this, this information, this energy can come um, in the form of light, in the form of sound, um, it can come in different forms. Um, and MIT was already doing studies like this um, over a decade ago. Um, here's another one out of Futurism. It's a, it, it's a science magazine. Um, and they had published um, a study showing how scientists were, had discovered that they can control gene editing with light. So there's another one there. And so if you've heard of CRISPR technology, um, that's where they're editing genes. So in people that um, are having like a, a severe change or a lack of a sequence in their, in their DNA that's causing them to have like major, major like medical issues, um, they're actually able to edit the genes which is super, super cool. We're on the forefront of all of this, of all of this type of technology, which is, you know, um, amazing, especially when you have, you know, an individual who is born with a massive genetic issue, um, you know, that is 
not going to allow them to live. Um, and now we can use gene editing technology all through quantum science. It's all through energy. You know, there's no medicine that's going to do this, right? Um, it's all through, through waveform. It's all through energy um, that they're actually able to edit the genes and, and get them to start working again. Um, and then um, out of Science Tech Daily, they were showing, again, how biochemists are switching DNA functions on and off using light. So it's just fascinating, fascinating. Um, so some other examples of how energy uh, and frequency affects our body are, um, we were just talking about light, well, sunlight. And I've got the example of sunlight hitting your skin, creating vitamin D, but I mean, sunlight is our energy form that keeps this planet in existence. And we are an integral part of this ecosystem of this planet. We, we truly are a part of this ecosystem. We're, we're, we're not above it. We are a part of it. And uh, without sunlight, this, we would all cease to exist. Sunlight is very, very healing, uh, you know, for humans, as well as plants, animals, um, everything. And uh, the vitamin D is just one example that I wanted to give you. Um, another example of how energy and frequency um, can be used to affect the body is in the instance of magnetic resonance imaging, so MRIs. Um, this is all quantum science. This the MRI would have never been developed through the standard, um, you know, through the old model of, of Newtonian science because there were too many limitations um, within that uh, scientific framework. But when you get into quantum science, that is actually how the MRI was developed, and it can be used to see images of the soft tissues of the body by sending out a, a frequency in the form of radio waves that changes the spin of the protons uh, and, and then it, it's able to be seen on, on imagery. So it's super, super fascinating. Um, EMF, um, electro, electromagnetic frequency is another uh, frequency form. It's another energy form. Um, and this one is actually causing a lot of health concerns, right? Because it's causing disruption to our natural bioenergetic body field frequency. Uh, so things like cell phones, 5G, they, they actually are causing a lot of problems with human health, um, unfortunately. Um, now, blue light is another one. And blue light alters hormones. With natural blue light, as you get in the sun with full spectrum light that you get from our sun, the blue light is great. It helps us um, emit the hormones in the morning that are going to help wake us up and get us going for the day. Um, but blue light, when we use artificial blue light, like in front of all of us right now, looking at our computers, we're getting a lot of blue light. I have some blue light glasses, but they're not in here. Um, we really should all be wearing blue light glasses if we're on the computer for more than an hour a day, um, and especially in the evenings. 
Um, our light bulbs are emitting blue, blue light, so we really want to keep the lights as dim as possible with as few lights on in the evening as possible. Uh, we really want to stay away from our technology in the evening because of the blue lights. If you're winding down with, uh, you know, watching a movie or something on TV, wear your blue light blockers um, because in the evening we don't want to have blue light. But I have blue light on here as just another uh, um, waveform, another frequency or energetic waveform that's giving information to the body that's causing a biological effect in changing our hormone chemistry. So it's just these are just some extra examples so that you can kind of really wrap your mind around frequency medicine or energetic medicine and the science behind it. So when we're talking about the bioenergetic control system of the human body, the master information control system, um, we, we really want to understand how it works because it is the master control system. It is giving us our all of the information for our body to do what it needs to do to keep us healthy and alive and vibrant. And if we if we experience distortions to our bioenergetic field, um, we can we end up having distortions in the information that's being sent to our DNA and to our cells, tissues, and organs. So if we're getting misinformation to our cells, tissues, and organs and our DNA, then what's happening, right? We're going to start getting uh, dysfunction in the cells, tissues, and organs, dysfunction in the biochemistry, dysfunction in hormone regulation, dysfunction in our brain chemistry and our neurochemistry. Now, there are many things that can cause distortions, and we're going to start going into that in the next few slides. So there are many things that can cause distortions to the bioenergetic field, because if you remember from science, from high school or college, everything is energy. Everything is energy formed into matter. That's fascinating when we live the human experience and we're in the third dimension. We all know that there are many different dimensions. Uh, we're the only dimension where uh, energy can form into matter, which is fascinating that we get to have this type of experience. But everything is energy. And so that means that anything pretty much can either help us align our bioenergetic field and keep it aligned, or it can distort. And so some of those examples can be environmental toxins. Think about that. So the frequency of a particular toxin, let's say glyphosate, right? Um, you know, it's definitely going to carry a frequency very, very different from ours. And it's going to cause disruption to the bioenergetic field, which then is going to cause a trickle down effect to our cells, tissues, and organs, and they're not going to be able to necessarily handle dealing with that chemical very well, right? Um, now, on another level, the chemical itself is, is very toxic to the body physically, but it, it also carries an energetic frequency, which causes further distortion. Um, prescription medications can do that. Pathogens. Um, and, you know, so like, I would say like, microorganisms that don't play well inside of our ecosystem is typically what we refer to as pathogens. So a good example of that would be like E. coli, right? Um, when, you know, if you get a large amount of E. coli in your body at once from food poisoning, it does not play well with our ecosystem. 
Um, and so, you know, it, it's, it's also going to cause bioenergetic distortions because it's putting out a frequency that is not resonant with ours, right? Um, but then we have um, other things like EMFs and blue light that we just talked about. Um, we also have thoughts, words, emotions, unprocessed trauma. Uh, those things carry massive frequency. And a, and a lot of people are not aware of that. But um, our, our thoughts, our words, our emotions carry huge frequency. And in one of our programs, in our mind-body energy program, when our clients go through that program with us, we spend 12 months a year, month by month, taking them step by step into the science and the modalities uh, and concepts and the and problems and solutions uh, behind, you know, the, um, how our thoughts carry frequency, right? And and how our thoughts literally alter our genetic expression and our biology of our body. Our thoughts can actually do that because of the frequency that's carried with the thought. Uh, the same thing with our emotions. There's a lot of energy carried with emotions. We can feel that energy, but it, it's also something that can be measured. Uh, foods can do it too. Um, spending a little time, a little more time on this slide because I want you to see all the different things that can distort it. Uh, foods can distort our bioenergetic uh, body field. And this is why it's so important to remember that we really truly are a part of this ecosystem on this planet. And so we want to eat real food, not fake food stuff. Fake food stuff that's chemically engineered um, is it's it's dead food. It doesn't even carry like it doesn't carry any kind of a bioenergetic frequency that's going to resonate with our body. And so, you know, aside from the fact that certain foods can cause massive inflammation and they cause, you know, um, uh, brain inflammation and, and, and all these other issues, um, on top of that, they, they literally carry a different bioenergetic frequency that does not resonate with ours. And so eating real food, whole foods, things that you pick from your garden or things that you buy from a co-op or at the grocery store, like, you know, fresh vegetables and, um, and meats and, you know, different things like that. Um, that is from our ecosystem. It is, it is designed to be consumed by humans, right? Um, you know, God does everything perfect. <laughs> and so we just want to make sure that we understand that there are many different things that can distort the body, the human bioenergetic body field. Fortunately, there are many things that can help bring it back into alignment. The wrong foods can take it out of alignment. The right foods can help bring it back into alignment, right? Uh, the right kind of light therapy can bring your bioenergetic field back into alignment, where the wrong type of light at the wrong time can take it out of alignment, right? Um, let's go to the next slide here. So this is this is a fun slide that I put together. It's kind of just taking you. I love flowcharts. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, flowcharts really help me see um, how how a process works. So I just listed out different um, things that can cause distortion to the bioenergetic field, and then you can see how these different these different uh, things that can cause distortions to the bioenergetic field, then, you know, alter the information that's being received by the body. And um, the information that's being received by the, by the body includes your brain chemistry systems, 
your immune system, your hormone systems, your and all your other organ systems, your cells, your in your in your tissues and your DNA. So they all start getting this misinformation on what it is that they need to do. Oh, do I need to make five cells or 500 cells today? You know, do I need to bring in more water into the cell today or not? I'm getting confused because I'm getting the wrong information, right? And that ultimately leads to symptoms, illnesses, disease, and the inability to heal. You know, let's talk about that for a minute because something that is is really, really um, interesting, and this is a pattern that we've seen for many, many years, and this is why we've integrated uh, this bioenergetic work into our practice. This is why we do a lot of work around mindset, unprocessed traumas, unresolved emotions, um, is because when we see that a person has gone through our um, more biologically focused programs, which is really focusing on the physical body, you know, when they've gone through our program and they started out where we tested them and we found mold, uh, we found chemicals, maybe heavy metals, we found leaky gut, we found some parasite infections or whatever, all that, all contributing to their symptoms and conditions and their illness. And we take them through the process, tracking with labs, follow-up labs, tracking with data all the way through the end of their program. And, and, and we get all the toxins out and we heal the gut and all the labs are looking great. And the person's feeling better, but not all the way better. And yet the labs are showing that they actually made a lot of progress. Guess where we go? We start talking about bioenergetics. We start talking about, hey, you know, let's talk about trauma. Hey, let's talk about mindset. Hey, let's talk about emotions that might be trapped in your body. Let's talk about some of these other things because we've been hitting all of the physical barriers to healing, but we haven't really talked about the intangible ones, right? Like your belief systems and trauma and emotions and things like that. Um, and when we talk to them about that, if and then if they follow our advice and they go through that process and they start clearing out those intangible toxins is what I like to call them. That's when they finally get over that hump. Right. And they finally, you know, pass that plateau and they and they get to witness the rest of their healing. So there are a lot of different things that can make a person sick and keep them sick where they're not able to heal. And looking at bioenergetics is one of those things that it's just like, it is just like Dr. Christine Northrup is saying, you know, this is something that needs to be taught just as, just as much as, you know, a, a flossing and brushing your teeth every day, right? Um, so bioenergetic distortions. Let's talk a little bit about the emotions. Since we're talking about emotions and trauma, um, I'm, I'm not sure how many of you have watched our trauma masterclass or how many of you are familiar with this, but um, you can actually get energy that gets stuck in your cells, tissues, and organs. Energy that carries a frequency that's not resonant with yours. And these, these energies can come from our emotions. They can come from our thoughts. They can come from our words. They can come from unprocessed trauma that we've buried, 
maybe even forgotten. Emotions that we've buried and forgotten, right? And um, it's really interesting how, um, and this has been studied for thousands of years, as far back as like Chinese medicine, Hippocrates knew about this, um, and um, it's still known now, um, and it's still studied now that certain types of um, certain emotions, so each emotion carries a slightly like different frequency, right? And they tend to, not always, but they tend to go into certain types of organs and just kind of hang out there. So for example, um, um, anxiety and even joy, uh, both of those can go into the heart. Um, and some of you may actually feel that. How many of you, raise your hand, I can't see it, but Aaron, you can tell me uh, later. How many of you, when you have felt super full of joy, that you almost get a stutter in your heart. It kind of makes you like even stutter when you breathe <sighs> like that, right? Like how many of you have ever witnessed that in your own body? Like maybe at the birth of your child or or something, you're you're nodding your head air. And so people are raising, are raising their, yeah. So when I have just, when I have so much gratitude, so much joy for something that I'm experiencing, I can feel it in my heart. I, I literally can feel it right there. And it kind of gives me a stutter when I take a breath. Likewise, I've also felt that when I've had extreme grief, grief isn't on there. This is not an all encompassing list. Okay. I would just put a couple of things on here, but grief, you, you can feel that in your heart. How many of you have ever felt grief in your heart? Raise your hand. Like where your heart literally hurt. Is anyone raising their hand? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and anxiety can be felt in the, in the chest as well. Um, that's why some people, if they're having panic attacks, they think they're having a heart attack because they're feeling it here. Right. Um, anger is very commonly, it very commonly ends up hanging out in the liver. It can also hang out in the spleen as well. Um, and, uh, but so can compassion, it can also be in the liver resentment. Um, how about this lungs? So grief, does love to hang out in the lungs. I have personally experienced that um, with with the death of of both of my fathers, and just I've had I've had I've I've had some interesting human experiences around death, and uh, and interestingly enough, uh, and some other things, some other colorful things, because we all have very colorful lives. Um, and, and interestingly enough, I've I've had a lot of issues with my lungs over, over, over my lifetime. And, um, and, and as I've been uncovering deeper layers, because your unconscious mind and your heart know when you have the tools and the modalities and the support to be able to release stuck stuff, right? Stuck trauma, stuck emotions, sometimes that you didn't even know were there. Um, that's just the beautiful thing about our innate wisdom, right? That we have. And as I've been working through mine, and, and, you know, it just, this is the thing. It comes up when, when it knows it's time. Um, and I, I always come at it with a lot of curiosity and like, let's do this. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and it can be messy, but I always know on the other side of it, I'm going to feel so much better and perform better and up level my health and my mental health and everything. And, um, I, I remember noticing that as stuff was coming up for me, old patterns of grief that I didn't even know were there right? 
um, I was thinking that it was anxiety. I didn't realize it was grief. Sometimes we can get our emotions confused. If we've never fully allowed ourselves to express, we don't even really know what the emotion is. Um, but I was having healing crises in the form of having these recurring um, respiratory infections that kept coming up. And when I finally put two and two together, I realized that I wasn't getting sick. I was having a healing crisis or a healing response uh, because these emotions were finally coming up and coming out of my body. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes um, uh, sharing this screen with you because it's absolutely fascinating. You know, when you work with an acupuncturist or a Chinese medical doctor, a naturopath, or like even with us, and like people that are in holistic medicine, um, you may hear references being made to the different, uh, you know, to these different um, emotional centers in your body where emotions can tend to get stuck. Um, shocking events and trauma um, can really disrupt our, our bioenergetic centers. Now this picture is a picture of our chakras and that might've seemed very hippie or woo back in the day, but now that we actually have images of the bioenergetic control system of the body, the bioenergetic body field, we know that this, what we thought was just like, I don't know, ancient mysticism or I don't know, just ancient practices from, you know, maybe like, you know, Chinese medical practices or hippie practices or whatever. Um, it, this actually is a thing. Like it's real um, because we can see the bioenergetic body field and we actually have this energy that runs through the body and you've got these different points of energy and it's fascinating when you start studying it because energy really can get stuck in certain chakras. Energy can get stuck in certain chakras, which can make us feel just super discombobulated. And, um, and so it's just fascinating, fascinating. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, so heightened emotional events, we're still talking about emotions. Okay. Um, heightened emotional events, which is H E E, uh, they can be forgotten, but they really truly can alter brain and body function long after. Now I was talking about that a minute ago. And for those of you who might think that that sounds a little woo, I've got some science behind it to show you. So this is fascinating. The, in this particular study, this was a study that was done on an infant who was circumcised. And they did MRI imaging of the limbic system of the amygdala, which is the fight or flight center of the brain, okay? Um, they, they did images of the brain, specifically looking at the limbic system area um, and the frontal and temporal lobes. So the frontal and temporal lobes, this neocortex is responsible for decision-making, uh, for um, analyzing things, for, um, um, you know, all of the like executive functions that you're making on a conscious level. Um, and so they, the MRI imaging looked at this baby before the circumcision, looking at their neocortex and then looking at the amygdala, the fight or flight center of the brain, excuse me. After the child was circumcised, which is a very heightened emotional event. Now that child is newly born. They don't, they don't understand like the name of their body parts or whatever, but they literally just had something cut off of their body. 
And they don't do this with, um, they don't do this with any anesthesia. And you, and just imagine as an adult, how sensitive you are down there. Okay. So they measured the MRI or they measured the brain. They looked at the brain again after they did the circumcision. And what they saw was that the brain, the child's brain never returned to its baseline configuration. It affected the brain that's associated, the part of the brain that's associated with reasoning, perception, and emotions. And so the, the neocortex never developed in the way that it should have developed. Now I can tell you based off of the work that we can do, based off of what we know that we can do now, if we were able to work with this child who's now an adult, uh, we would be able to reconfigure the functionality of the neocortex. There actually are ways to do that. Um, but I just wanted to show you this because the child doesn't remember consciously. They don't remember what happened to them, that somebody hurt them on a part of their body, that it was excruciatingly painful. They don't remember that as an adult. Um, but the trauma stayed in that side of their body. It rewired their nervous system. It rewired their brain, rewiring their subconscious, creating a different perception and an outlook of that world for that child, including their emotional reactions to things around them. It's just fascinating to understand the science behind how a thought or an emotion can carry an energetic frequency so powerful that it sends messages to the brain to rewire itself instantly like that. It's fascinating. Um, now let's talk about what can we do about it? So we've talked about what the bioenergetic field is. We've talked about the science of the bioenergetic field and how it can become distorted leading to symptoms, conditions, and diseases. The good news is that it can be realigned. So we can bring the bioenergetic system back into full functionality and alignment. And there are many different tools and modalities that can be used not only to correct the bioenergetic body field, but to also assess, to detect the distortions, assess what's underneath those distortions, and then actually correct it. And one of those things that can be used, um, it's technology. It's a bioenergetic scanning device that can be used. Uh, super, super cool. There are also some wearables that can also do that. Um, and, uh, and then you can also de detect and correct uh, using modalities like the ones that we that we teach. So we use the technology, and we also teach people how to master their conscious mind, so that they can use their conscious mind to go into their unconscious mind to reprogram their unconscious mind to rewire their neurology, so that they can correct their bioenergetic body field, how to understand what things in their environment can cause the distortion so that they can eliminate those things in the environment and put the things back into their environment to help realign and how they can realign through thought alone. And so there are some, there are many different ways. And 
what I believe is that we should have as many tools in our toolbox as possible, right? We want to have as many tools in our toolbox as possible. And what we have found is that combining these different tools yields us the best outcomes. Um, this is a, a little bit, this is just a little bit about our mind, body energy program. Some of you are in it, right? Raise your hand. If you're in our program, raise your hand. If you're in, in our mind, body energy program. So we actually include 12, uh, 12 bioenergetic scans, one a month. Um, and we include the detailed reports that show you where your bioenergetic distortions are, what are the possible root causes? Because there's usually a handful of things that can cause a bioenergetic distortion to a certain part of the body. Um, and then we have some easy to understand um, recommendations. Um, and we take people through a process where they have two different coaches working with them, two different experts working with them, teaching you how to consciously change and correct your bioenergetic body field. It's fascinating, fascinating and amazing, amazing work. Um, here are some books if you're interested in learning more about bioenergetics. And The Living Matrix is a uh, like a documentary. So take a picture of that with your phone. And you can get those books. They're really, really good. They're easy, fast reads. Um, I want to do a little bit more on some bioenergetic research that's come out specifically um, on the company that we're using, the company that we've partnered with, the founder of NES um, and the Infoceuticals. And uh, this is a research paper out of Tassad University showing um, blood pressure improvements um, when the individuals were um, assessing the distortions in their bioenergetic field and um, finding the bioenergetic root causes of their blood pressure. And then as they started using the infoceuticals to correct the bioenergetic distortion, um, they saw very consistent and overall improvements in the lowering of the blood pressure. Um, let's go. That's the same one. This one is, so this research just came out, um, I believe about two months ago, three months ago, and it was out of the University of California, San Diego School of Medicine. And what they did was they took, um, so remember, I told you that there are many different tools and modalities and things that you can use to help restore your bioenergetic field um, distortions. One of those things are infoceuticals. Infoceuticals come in a little dropper bottle. And basically what it is, is it's a salinated water that's imprinted with the correcting bioenergetic frequency. So it's imprinted with energy. All right. Again, that might sound really interesting, but I just showed you one research study. Right. Um, and this is another one that just came out. Uh, and what they did was they used cell driver which is a particular infoceutical that is designed specifically to correct the bioenergetic distortions that are preventing the body from producing adequate amounts of mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of your cell to give you energy. 
And um, in their studies, they were able to replicate over and over and over again um, the effects, the positive outcomes of using cell driver, using the infoceutical cell driver, caused mitochondrial proliferation every single time. It's fascinating. And so you can use energy in the form of light that we saw in the previous slides that MIT and other researchers are using light. They're using the uh, form of ener energy in the form of light to create changes in the human body. But you can also use uh, frequency imprinted in a liquid, which is a very, very easy delivery system. And, um, and it's just fascinating. So here is um, another research paper done uh, that was showing how, it, how the uh, cell driver also provides um, viral protection as well. And there's, there's another one right there using the, oh, no, 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 this is the ED13. I'm sorry, this is a different one. This is immunity driver, not cell driver. Um, and and it's, it's resulting in less viral penetration into the lung epithelial cells after 24 hours of viral exposure. So this is really, really fascinating and interesting. Um, and this is great, especially for people who may be more concerned about viral exposures that some people are having more of those concerns nowadays um, to be able to use uh, something that's super safe, super powerful, and that's being shown in studies to actually provide viral protection against viruses that are going into your lungs. Now, the next couple of slides that I have, I just want to give you warning. For some people, these may be graphic. I'm going to be showing you some slides of some burns and some um, other uh, tissue injuries and how quickly they healed using infoceuticals. And so I wanna just let you know ahead of time so that you can choose not to look at these slides if you don't want to. I just want to be re respectful um, of, of anyone who's very sensitive to looking at stuff like this. And then for those of us who love to geek out on stuff like this, join me, let's take a look at the next few slides. All right, so this is a case study done on a patient who had severe burns and you could see how quickly that uh, with using the infoceuticals, you can see how quickly that uh, and how well that these burns healed. Now, in this particular slide, this is a horse who ended up getting necrosis of the tissue. So this horse ended up getting an infection and the infection got so bad, it started eating away at the flesh. And the veterinarian had tried antibiotics, had tried all the salves, like all the typical things that you would use on a horse, and it wasn't working. And so when this type of thing happens to a horse, they have to put the horse down if they can't get the horse better. And the veterinarian was um, told about the infoceuticals and the My Health um, and decided to, because why not? Like they just decided to, to try it as a last resort. And you can see that the Horse, the horse's wound actually healed and it, and it healed very quickly, actually. And they didn't have to put the horse down. Here's another case of severe psoriasis. As you know, there are many medications that afford to help control the flare-ups of psoriasis. Um, one of the medications when the flare-ups get really bad are corticosteroids, which are terrible, terrible. They have such bad side effects. 
um, for, for people and shouldn't be given long-term, but when doctors don't know what else to do and the psoriasis medications aren't working, then that's what they'll do. Um, other times, a lot of times what, what they'll end up doing is because they consider this like an autoimmune type of issue is they'll give these immune suppressing drugs, um, you know, which is helping with the symptom, but it's not fixing the problem. Um, and you can see how amazingly, uh, well, that this particular patient did using the infoceuticals and the, the psoriasis. I mean, there's not even a trace of it left on her arm. Now, here is one of our case studies. Um, this is really, really interesting. This is a case study um, of Sandra, a 48-year-old woman um, who had heart center shock that was um, assessed from her bioenergetic scan. Now, um, she is, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She's married with young children and she has a family business that was splitting after her father's death. And then there were all these ensuing lawsuits happening between family members. It was super, super stressful. Um, everybody was just getting really hateful. Um, and she started having ongoing and relentless anxiety and stress uh, because then she ended up in a court battle with her sister, which is now resolved, thank goodness. And so this caused like a heart center shock to her system. Uh, she was having the overwhelming feelings like, that were coming up and being triggered by this event. Now, the things that were being tri triggered were some childhood traumas that she had, where her dad was very violent to her as a child. They had to call the police. Uh, there was just a lot of family violence and then family separation where her and her mother ended up going into hiding. Um, and so when she started having all of these issues with the family business splitting and then the court battles and, and, and everybody fighting, it was really triggering these old traumas that were never resolved, these old traumas with, with the attached emotions. And she was just not doing well at all. And so she came to work with us. When we first started working with her, it was all more physical body. Um, and then, you know, as we started working with her, we started doing more of the emotional work as well. And you can see here by her symptom sheet, you know, in a very relatively short amount of time, um, you can see how her symptoms have almost all disappeared. Um, 10 is the worst. Zero means that there's no more symptom. And you can see even her anxiety that was a 10 um, by July of this year, um, by J July of 2022, was down to a one. Now she started working with us in March of 2022. So by July, in just a very short period of time, her symptoms were almost gone. Her, you know, she had the symptoms of, for those of you who are listening but not seeing the slide, um, she was at a nine with fatigue, at a six with being able to sleep. She was at an eight with her heart racing. She was at a 10 with anxiety. Um, she was at an eight with feeling, feeling emotions of hurt. Um, and, and overwhelm was a 10 for her. Um, she felt so weak in her body from all of these emotions. She just couldn't exercise. She was at a seven with exercise intolerance and feeling weak. Um, a three with negative self-talk and uh, heart palpitations was at a five. Um, and this was all in March when she started with us. By July, she was down at zeros and ones on everything, uh, except the negative self-talk. She was down at a two. Um, and, th and this was back in July. And she's continued working with us since then. I, I'll update this for the next time that I, I do this because she's doing even better now. So um, that, was, that was pretty much wrapping up what I had to teach on bioenergetics. 
And I just want to finish up with this last tool. And this is that, you know, when it comes to recalibrating your bioenergetic body field, remember that, yes, we've got the technology We've got the technology now, um, like the infoceuticals and, and these electrical devices, these wearables and the My Health and these different things. But your most powerful tool that you have comes from thought alone. It comes from mastering your conscious mind and reprogramming your unconscious mind, becoming aware of your thoughts and your emotions, right, and your belief systems and, and what path that you're going down that's leading you from the inside to have these distortions because you have the power to recalibrate yourself from within. And we teach this, um, you know, we love teaching all the biological and the genetic work. Um, and we also teach this work because this is some very, very powerful work. Um, so this was my talk on bioenergetics. Um, how many of you learned something new tonight. Uh, raise your hand. I would love to see. I would love to see that. And, and let me come in here if, and see if I can see for some reason. Oh, there we go. 16 participants. Okay. Have raised your hand. How many? Okay. Now everyone take your hand down. So that's about half of you here. Everyone take your hand down, all hands down, all hands down. We got two still up hands down. Let me see if I can take your hands down myself. I know there's a way to do it, but I can't figure it out. Okay, so um, how many of you knew about bioenergetics already? Raise your hand. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so about half. So half of you knew about bioenergetics and you're, you're probably already working with us. And then the other half of you learn something new. So this is the, the, this is amazing because my purpose is to make an impact on the planet with as many of you as possible to teach you the information, to teach you the secret sauce behind your healing and your ability to heal. You're not broken. You can heal. There are answers. There are solutions. And um, thank you for joining. And I'm glad that you got to learn something new. Now, let's open it up for some questions. Erin, um, do you maybe want to help me moderate some of those? Yeah, sure. So one of our big questions was just about the replay for um, anybody that wasn't able to stay. Uh, but we've, we've answered that question. So, yes. So for those of you who didn't see the answer, Erin, do you want to let them know? So we will be sending out a replay. Uh, so anybody that wants to be able to refer back and watch it again, or for those that aren't on anymore, um, we will have a replay that we will be sharing with everybody. Yes. And so we've been posting the replay. Um in the Crusaders for Health group. How many of you are in our Crusaders for Health Facebook group? This is an important one because I want to know to reach you, especially if you're not working with us. I want to know how to reach you. Um, so if you're not already in our Crusaders for Health Facebook page, go to Facebook, type in Crusaders for Health and join our page. We, we will notify you of all the things that we've got going on. Um, 
So we, we've got that. Um, how many of you receive our emails? Raise your hand. Hopefully it's all of you. So I'm just going to wait and see if all hands go up. Um, okay, so we had 20. So there's a few of you who are not. Go to our website. If you can type it in, Aaron, for them to see in the chat, modernholistichealth.com. And there should be a pop-up that comes up where you can sign up for our emails so that you can be in the know so you can get the memos on all the stuff we're doing. Um, if we're having specials, if we're having a discount on something, right? If we're um, gonna be uh, launching a new masterclass, um, I go deep and so I have, I have one part series similar to what I did tonight where I, you know, just do like an hour. And then I have five part series where I'll take you through five days diving deep into stuff that I teach physicians and other doctors and practitioners, but I'm really good at keeping stuff simple so that you can understand it. So you can actually do something with the information that you're learning. Um, if we're having specials on labs, you know, discounts, if we're, if, you know, anything, um, if we have any of our, um, any of our partners who are small business owners who have a really good product or a good docu-series or something, we share it with you. And we'll send you emails from two different emails. One is the inner circle email. And then the other one is from Modern Holistic Health, Dr. V, uh, for your health. And so we've got a couple different ones. Um, and so sign up. Um, we typically send out emails about, well, once a day, like around five days a week. And we're sending on different things. So half of them are personal emails from my from my staff and myself, teaching you things, sharing our stories with you, um, teach you know telling like talking about case studies to inspire you and teach you, and then about three days a week we'll send you different promotions. If you know if my friend Dr. Tom O'Brien has a really good brain a webinar that he's going to be teaching or my friend, Dr. Michelle Sands, if she's teaching about on hormones, I'm going to send you the memo, the invite so that you can sign up and you can watch it and you can learn. And I only promote stuff from people who I love and trust people who are like my friends. And I know that they're giving good information. And so, um, and then what I'll do is, um, Aaron, let's ask Greg. I'm sure that we can get the emails from everybody who registered. Yes. Because just in case the other two methods fail, I want to make sure, like if you don't do social media and for some reason you're not getting our emails or you just don't like to get emails, um, then at least we have some way. Uh, of course, I'm sure if you found out about this, that you found us either through an email or the Crusaders for Health Facebook group. But I just want to make sure that you can get the recording. Um, so, yes. Uh, what other questions do we have? Anything else? And so Jennifer Ruth asks, when taking infoceuticals, how long do you stay on them? And is it important to get retested? And how long does it take for them to work? Okay. Um, so... I think I missed one part of that. Um, I need you to say that one more time. I'm sorry. Sure. Um, how long would you recommend staying on the infoceuticals? Okay. Okay. So, um, you, so what we typically do is we like you to rescan every month. And so because as you're doing the work, as you're doing the inner work, 
working on learning how to process your emotions, becoming more conscious of your unconscious programming, rewiring yourself through meditation and through journaling and all the different things that we're going to be teaching you, the science behind all that. And as you're taking your infoceuticals and paying more attention to taking care of your physical body through your diet and your sleep and your exercise, your, your uh, bioenergetic frequencies are going to change. And so we recommend that you retest yourself, that you rescan yourself every month so that you can see. Um, and you'll typically see some changes in, in, what, uh, in what your recommended infoceuticals are going to be. And you don't have to stop taking them on the day that you scan. So you can continue low, you know, so like if you, if you scan on January 1st, and then you end up receiving your report five days later, and then you order your infoceuticals. So now it's two weeks after your after you did your scan, and you and you got your you finally got your infoceuticals. Start taking them. In two more weeks, it's going to be a month since you since you actually took your scan. You'll only have been on your infoceuticals for two weeks, but you'll have it'll be a month since you did your scan. And it's not just the infoceuticals that are helping make the changes, right? It's all the other stuff that we're teaching you too. Go ahead and do your scan after 30 days. Finish your infoceuticals because by the time that you get your next report and order your next set of infoceuticals, it, it will have been a month. And so it's likely that they'll change a little bit from month to month. But sometimes you may notice that you still need to work on a certain area for more than 30 days. And the scan technology will tell you that. The next question was, um, do you need to rescan monthly forever? And that's also Jennifer's question. Uh, you know what? No, you don't have to scan forever. Um, if, you, if you want to really stay aware of what your bioenergetic frequency is doing and be proactive instead of reactive, instead of waiting until you're not feeling good, because by the time that you don't feel good, um, you've already had a process going on for quite a while before your body finally starts going, hello, I don't feel good. So that's up to you. That's up to you, right? Um, like, do you have to work out forever? No. But what kind of benefits are you going to get from working out if you if you, if you do that. Right. So, I mean, it's totally, totally up to you. You know, there are, there are going to be some people who are going to do it, um, until they feel like they've optimized fully and they've totally healed themselves. And then they may not do them, but maybe, uh, maybe quarterly or maybe once a year, or maybe they'll just wait till they feel bad, but before they start dialing back in again, it's totally up to you. That's perfect. Um, could you go over the recommended books again? Um, Kim Conher missed out on the list. Oh, yes. Um, hold on just a second and let me see if I can go back to that. Pull your cameras out. For those of you who missed that slide, I'm going to go back to the books. So that you can, here we go, so that you can take a, a picture. Here we go. I'm going to sh uh, share my screen. So the books are, the first one is Decoding the Human Body Field. 
The second book is Energy and Information in Nature. And the third one is not a book. It's like a docu-series. It's the, the Living Matrix. It's like a movie. So to go ahead and take a picture of those. The first book, Decoding the Human Body Field, is authored by Peter Frazier and Harry Massey. Uh, Energy and Information in Nature is authored by Peter Frazier. Okay, perfect. Um, what other questions do we have? This one that just popped up. What media carries the docu-series? And I'm thinking that that's our master class. If you're talking about the Living Matrix, I'm not sure. So Google it. If you're talking about our master classes, uh, our master class series, um, we actually have launches during the year. We're actually working on making it where it's available at any time, where all of our master classes are available, like on demand. Um, there's a lot of tech work behind that. So we haven't done that yet. But what we have is we will launch our master classes. Um, um, and our next masterclass is launching. Um, it actually starts, I believe, the beginning of February. And we'll start promoting it two weeks before. So around January 20th or so, we're going to start promoting it so you can register for it. And it's our mental health masterclass. It's my most popular, most watched masterclass of all the ones I do. And they're all they're all watched by people all around the world, but, but this was, this is, this is a very, very big one. Um, if, if those, those of you who have followed me for a while, um, I'm super passionate about the mental health. Um, yeah, I really have a big heart for people that are suffering with chronic illness and, and especially mental health. And so, um, if you are signed up for our emails, uh, you will get the invitation. We try to put the invitation in our social media as well. Now, Caitlin was asked, was saying, Caitlin, you're saying that you don't have Facebook and is all the information in the emails the same information as Facebook? You actually get more information from the emails than you do in Facebook. I don't have a full-time face. I don't have a full-time social media person. My coaches and I and Aaron, like we go in and we try to give updates. We keep, we update as much as we can in there. Um, but you're actually getting a lot more information from us if you're receiving our emails than, than if you're just on, on Facebook. Um, Facebook is not the only platform, Sandy. Um, we also do Instagram. So anything that you do on Facebook gets pushed out to Instagram now. And you can look for us at modern underscore holistic underscore health modern holistic health with the underscores in between, or you can also go to Dr. Elena Villanueva, Dr. Elena Villanueva. So we have two of them. Um, and, um, it's made it easy now that Instagram and Facebook are together. Cause if we make a post in Facebook, it automatically goes to Instagram. Uh, those are the only social platforms that we're using right now. Um, I and actually we do have some things on YouTube. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yes. So we do have YouTube. Um, let me show you something. Um, let me see if I can find this for you. Um, I want to show you how to access 
some of our, um, like our podcast and our newsletters, because on, on, on our last call, we had many people saying, I'm not getting your newsletters. I want to see your newsletters. So let me show you how you can access those. Everybody take a close look at this. I'm going to do another screen share here. Um, let's see here. Can you see this, Aaron? Okay, so this is our website, Modern Holistic Health. So if you go to modernholistichealth.com, and then I'm having a hard time with this because this is something's in the way here. Okay, there. And if you go to media under here, if you go to the media, there's a drop down. We have blogs and articles here. We have our newsletter archive here. Um, we have some some videos here. But if you go to uh, if you just go to YouTube and then you look up Modern Holistic Health, we have tons of videos under there. A lot of educational ones. And then here we've got our podcast. So we are on um, the Apple podcast. And we're, so we're on iTunes and we're on, I don't remember what the other one is, but if you go there, you can click on that. Here's our newsletters, guys. Now, a lot of you were asking last time. Um, all of our newsletters are archived here. Now we send them out in an email every month, usually around the first week of the month. But if you miss it or you want to go back and reference it, you can come back here you can click on the newsletter and you can um, go back and see the information. And so every month, just so you know the layout of the newsletter, I write an article every month and it's the first article in the newsletter. And I'm just writing from my heart. Whatever downloads I get, I'm, I'm writing. Usually I'm sharing a piece of my story and then tying it in with how it can help people with their health journey. And then we usually have one or two articles from our coaches um, and so Anne uh, wrote, wrote an article on desserts because we're going into the holidays. Um, we usually will have some beautiful testimonials from our clients that are put in here. Um, any podcast that I was on or any interviews that I did or, or that people did, did with me, I'll usually uh, share those. Um, and then we come down here and I'll share summits and documentaries uh, of different friends of mine who are who have something really really great to share with the world I'll share that with you guys so that you can uh, register for it this is a great one guys by the way um, I absolutely love uh, the three keys to creating an extraordinary life uh, this is this is a beautiful one that comes out every Christmas and it's 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 really really good um, and then you can see here, you guys are joining me for the inner circle, just reminding people where they can register. And then down at the bottom, we're usually talking about uh, a couple of different items, things that, that we believe people would be interested in. So like for this month of December, there's a picture of me brushing my grandson's teeth <laughs> using the wellness toothpaste that we actually use that. There are a couple of different brands that we really like that are super clean. And wellness is one of them. It's actually one of my favorite ones right now because I, I really love the texture of it. It doesn't make me gag. Um, and so, um, but we're promoting the wellness toothpaste for the holidays and the olive oils that we really, really love and just uh, face creams, these little skincare products from uh, the skincare line that we absolutely love. And so this is what you'll see in our in our newsletters. And since we're here, let me just show you how to navigate this. 
If you ever want some inspiration and you want to see our testimonials, go to the about section and scroll down and click on testimonials. We have hundreds of them. Um, if you want to meet our team, we've got pictures of them. You can click on our team. Anyway, just a little bit of navigating. Um, what else? Any other questions that we have here that you guys want me to answer? What are my thoughts on continuous glucose monitor? I really want one, but can't seem to be able to buy one. Well, those can be awesome because you can literally see in real time how your body is responding to the different foods that you eat. Fascinating. It's super cool to get real time data. So I think that that's awesome. Now, if you can't, if you can't afford one, um, or you can't get your hands on one, um, the Keto Mojo is super awesome. Keto Mojo, you can look it up and you can buy them on even on Amazon, I think. And the Keto Mojo is cool because it's a little device and it's got two different things that it can monitor. It can monitor your ketones if you're putting yourself into ketosis to drop some fat, right? And you want to monitor to make sure that what you're eating is keeping you in ketosis. But there's also the glucose monitoring strips. And that's, that's what my husband and I use. So we use the Keto Mojo and uh, we use that to monitor our glucose. So you could try that. But yeah, the continuous glucose monitors are super cool. And I have a lot of friends um, in my circles, names that you've probably heard of. And, um, and I see a lot of them wearing them all the time. Um, so that's a really great biohack because you get that real time information, the real time feedback. Um, how does one get the scans in the InfoCeutical? Sandra O'Brien, really great question. Um, so we have, we have the scans available. You can, um, make an appointment. What you would want to do is make, make an initial appointment. You can do that through our website where it says book now and you can schedule an appointment so that, and, and when you schedule your appointment, it's going to prompt you to fill out information. It's your intake forms. Just like if you were going to see a doctor, right? Or you're going to see a therapist. Um, they're going to have you fill out forms, right? It's, it's important information. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but 90% of a diagnosis can be determined from your intake forms alone. If you're really giving us all the information that we need, not that I'm in that model anymore. I left that model, but we still like to look at your history. We like to see when we're asking you questions, we're asking you not just so that you have to sit there and fill out a form, right? There's a reason behind it. So if you want to book with us, it'll prompt you to fill out all of your intake stuff. And then you'll get to get on a call and, um, and our coaches can help you. If you're wanting a scan, it's likely that you've got some stuff that you're curious about. Maybe some stuff you're struggling with. Let our coaches get on a call with you. They are experts at what they do. They've all been trained and certified through me. They're amazing. And, and they would love to meet you. Um, and they're just compassionate and passionate and they're highly intelligent and they are good at what they do. And, and they can, they can help create kind of a little action plan, get you, um, your link so that you can get your scan. Your scan is $149. Your visit will be, I don't know, like 300 and something for an hour. Um, and then you can get your, your scan and then within five to seven days, you'll receive your report with your recommendations for your infoceuticals. Um, and we also have a program that's less than the cost of a scan. It's 139 a month. 
and we take you through an entire process and you get the scans included every month along with your coaching. Why do we call it coaching instead of doctor appointments? Because we left that doctor patient model. I don't believe that it works. We want to teach you, not just tell you what to do, right? And so we actually take you through an amazing program. Um, go and look at some of our testimonials so that you can see, a, you know, get a little inspiration on the work that we do. But if all you want is a scan, you can do that. Um, once you have your initial visit and we get your client file set up and kind of, you know, give you some guidance um, and get you set up with your first scan, um, then you'll be able to do, you know, future scans at the 149. Um, yeah, so, you know, you can do it however you want. You, we can be as involved with you as you want, or, you know, if you're not really having a lot of issues, but you're interested in doing the scans, you can do that. We'll just want that one initial appointment to kind of get you going. And then after that, you can just do your scans if that's all you want to do. We're always here to help you. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Patricia Gerber asks, how do you suggest someone with osteoporosis in hips and lower spine begin to address it? Oh, wow. Well, I would want to know your history. That's going to help me create a plan for you, right? Um, how old are you? Have you been on any chemo drugs? What other drugs are you on? You know, there are a lot of pharmaceuticals that cause osteoporosis, Oh, it's like, oh, it's scary. Um, and so we want to get a history and understand what's going on so that we can give you the best plan of action, the best strategy. Some general strategies include building muscle mass. It's the number one thing that you can do for your bone health um, is building muscle mass. The, how do you build um, muscle mass? By doing some weights. You don't have to do heavy weights, but you want to do weights. And as your muscles get stronger, you can get into heavier weights. But um, you need to keep your muscles strong, especially once we turn 50, ladies. We've got to exercise. We have to keep our muscles strong. If we don't, um, it, our, our bone mass starts to go down. Now, let me explain how this happens. Let me see if I have something that, okay. So imagine this was a pencil. I don't know if you guys ever did this before when you were younger, but you would grab the pencil like this and you would bend it and you can see the bend. Okay. Now imagine that this is a bone. The muscles attach, like, let's say that this is your thigh bone or your, you know, um, upper arm bone, right? You have a muscle that attaches from here to here. So like in the case of my arm, it would be um, the bicep muscle, right? And you have a couple of heads of the bicep, but we're going to keep this simple. The bicep muscle is going to attach here. Then it's going to go across the top of the bone. And then it's going to attach right here below the joint so that when I contract it, I can bend my elbow so that I can lift my arm up, right? Now, there's a law and it's called Wolf's Law. And Wolf's Law states that stress on bone creates more bone. Kind of makes sense. So if you had a muscle that attaches here and attaches here, and that muscle's getting really strong, it's going to start to like bend the pencil. It's going to, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, it's causing that much of a stress onto the bone. When the body perceives that stress, when the bone perceives it, when the nerves that that weave through that bone, perceive that stress being put on that bone from the muscle, because the muscle is now getting stronger and stronger, it sends a message to the brain to say, hey brain, we need to make more, um, more um, osteoblasts. 
we need to make more cells that are bone making cells. And so the brain goes, okay. And then it'll send a message back to the bone and say, okay, guys, we need to make more bone making cells. And so this is how you can increase the density of your bone. Um, the other thing is to make sure that you have adequate vitamin D in your body. The doctors always talk about calcium and they fail to ever talk about vitamin D. Most people are deficient in vitamin D, even if they live in the southern latitude lines in the, in the, in the sunny states. Why? Because most people don't get outdoors enough anymore. Another reason can be if they have a VDR tac mutation in their gene, that they are not able to process the vitamin D from the sunlight. So you want to make sure that you have adequate vitamin D levels. Um, the vitamin D levels that are shown as adequate on, in the medical model are, are not adequate. Um, you can be super low in vitamin D and your medical doctor will look at your labs and go, oh, you're, you're fine. And that's absolutely not true. When you look at your blood labs on your vitamin D, you want to see the numbers between 60 and 100, ideally between 80 and 100. If you're chronically sick, especially with autoimmune issues, you want to see it closer to the 100 mark. In the medical model, they'll say anything as low as like 30 or 25 is okay, and that's absolutely not true. That can lead to massive depression, fatigue, osteoporosis, um, immune issues, all kinds of things. So you want to make sure that you have adequate numbers, uh, adequate levels of vitamin D. Um, and of course you want to have the calcium and then you want to have the cofactors with it. Like, you know, the boron and the other minerals, you know, you've got to have all of your minerals, but it's not just about taking supplements. You have to do exercise too. Um, and we would also want to look and see what might be inside of your body now that may be causing breakdown of bone faster than normal. You might be taking a certain medication that your doctors haven't even told you is known to cause osteoporosis. And if that's the case, we're going to tell you that, and we're going to show you the evidence behind that. Okay. Um, if you have certain toxins in your body, there are certain chemical toxins that will lead to you having issues with osteoporosis, believe it or not. There are several chemicals out there that will do that, that are in our environment that we find commonly in our bodies that we're being exposed to. And we can do the testing and we can identify if that's a case for you. And if it is, then we're going to show you how to get those toxins out of your body so that you can halt the osteoporosis in its tracks and start to reverse it. Anything else? That's all the questions that we have. Uh, showing up. Yay. Oh, guys, did you like this? Let me know. Raise your hand if you liked this. If you enjoyed this and you want to come back for more. Yes, thank you for raising your hand and letting me know. Um, it looks like I got a 50% score. About half of you raised your hands. <laughs> um, but I thank you, Caitlin. I just wanted to know if this is good information for you. My goal for doing this with you and spending this time with you um, is to give you information. It's to empower you, educate you, make you aware of what you can do to get your health back and give you, you know, detailed information on that stuff. So yay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so good. And I'm glad that I've been able to help you. Um, join us in January for our next, our next one. I know we usually do these twice a month, but the next one was scheduled between Christmas and new year's. I'm taking a break. And I want you guys to take a break. So I am taking a break. You guys take a break. And I will see you in January. 
Thank you for connecting with us. Um, as soon as we get this edited and ready to go out, we'll be sending it out through all of the channels. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Merry Christmas or happy holiday, whatever that is. Um, love you. Get some rest and um, take care and I'll see you soon.